You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Drinks with Johnny's Thirsty Thursday podcast. On today's episode, I bring you my chat with golden ticket victim number two, Robert Baird. That's right. This year, earlier on, we ran a contest to be on this show, and uh, you ended up getting a golden ticket by buying a merch box at drinkswithjohnny.com. And we've gone back and and had these chats with uh, these golden ticket winners and uh, on Monday, we dropped an episode with uh, Devin Moore out of Texas, Houston, more specifically. And uh, today, we have Robert Baird out of uh, New Jersey area. It was a rad conversation to have with a fan, a fellow bassist, a fellow gigger, as he said, uh, gigging around and stuff. It was a lot of fun to have, a, have this chat with you, Robert. If you're listening right now, I, I, I do know that you... Uh, you, you you posted yesterday in our comments that uh, you don't like to hear your voice backs, but you're going to try and give this one a listen. So if you're listening right now, shout out to you. Yeah, we uh, this week we took a little break uh, from the regular schedule, as I said. But we will be back next week with Joe Raposo of RKL and Lagwagon, uh, the bass player, an amazing bass player. If you're not familiar with RKL, go listen to some of that stuff. Rich Kids on LSD. There's a great story behind that, uh, behind that band rather, and his involvement in it. And if you haven't heard any of it, they've just released a, a record last month of some live stuff they did. Um, it's an incredible punk rock story and uh, in and out of what they did through the 90s. I mean, it's just, it, it's really inspiring to me and, and really just a fun, cool story. And Joe was such a great guest. We chatted for like two hours um, and it was just an instant connection as we've been texting back and forth with each other since the chat. Uh, both of us have said like, man, it was an instant connection. I had no idea, uh, that we would, you know, we wanted to meet each other and, and, uh, have the chat obviously, but no idea, uh, that we would be, uh, hitting it off as well as we did. So looking forward to that episode dropping for you right here on Monday. And then later on in the week, next week, hopefully we're going to have 
that uh, video for like our travel episodes. We're going to start doing those a little bit more often, probably next season. But this is another uh, precursor into it uh, where I went out to New York City for the Avenged Sevenfold Death Bat Club NFT in NYC. It was a lot of fun. And uh, we did a whole episode based around that and based around uh, my experiences in New York City. Some old old stomping grounds that we've been been around. Uh, I walked the city a little bit with Brandon Saller of Atreyu. Had a lot of fun um, at the party with you fans that are out there that were there. And so much more. So that's going to be only available on our YouTube channel. So if that's not something you're familiar with, make sure you head over to the Drinks with Johnny YouTube channel. Subscribe, turn on the notifications. You're not going to want to miss that episode. It's going to be a special episode, and then there's so there's going to be so much more bonus footage beyond that episode. We filmed, you know, six and a half hours uh, that day, and there was a lot, a lot to unpack. So uh, we're going to be releasing a lot of different bonus content from that time in New York as well, coming up hopefully sometime next week. So. Uh, I'm not going to give any sort of timeline. Just make sure you're subscribed and paying attention and following us everywhere and you won't miss it. Uh, back to this week's episode, this Thirsty Thursday episode uh, with uh, Robert Baird. We had a real fun time just getting to know one another. It was really fun uh, doing these chats with these fans of the show and uh, just talking to them about their likes, dislikes, and everything in between and as i said he's a fellow bassist we 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 talk a little shop there and uh hopefully you guys go check out this guy uh uh, robert's band afterward what was it sticker the cooler i believe is the name of the band uh if it's still the name because he was he was a little iffy on it so uh go check that out and uh without further ado here's my chat with golden ticket winner robert baird robert baird hey what's up you're the next contestant on drinks with Johnny. How's it going? I'm good, man. Do you have a video camera? I do. Uh, oh, it helps if I turn it on. Uh, it would be helpful. Oh, there, there you are. <laughs> How are you, man? Good. Glad to be doing this. <laughs> Me too. It's a fucking thirsty Thursday. How are you? Good. Glad to uh, Glad to be on a half day at work. Had some Taco Bell before this, so uh, oh you know. shit! What'd you get from Taco Bell? Uh, what didn't I get? <laughs> <laughs> That's the better what? question, there. I like it. And it's like fifteen bucks. Like you order, you black out when you order, and then all of a sudden you're like, where, where did I get all this stuff? <laughs> I usually black out before I order Taco Bell. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. Where you, yeah. where you, uh, where you at in the world, man? Jersey. Jersey, a Jersey guy. Yeah. All right, cool. One of my very good friends moved out here from Jersey, was a neighbor for a long time. He just moved away, not very far. He moved to the beach. Um, but yeah, I'm familiar with some Jersey humor, so maybe this will come out in this episode. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, uh, let's, let's, get, let's get into it a little bit. Uh, are, you, are you a drinker of some kind? Uh, every once in a while, uh, more like hard liquor, you know, like Jack Daniels or Jaeger, I prefer. Not still can't stand wine. I, it's like I'm a five year old like trying to drink it. I still like I make a face. It's it's not good. <laughs> That's all good, man. Do you drink beer? Yeah, every once in a while, like yeah. Sam Adams or kind of a little bit of anything. Sam Adams, but you're in Jersey, man. You can't drink a Boston Lager. Uh, I don't know. I'm. 
I'm not an IPA guy either, and they're all over here. It's all just <laughs> well. You got the like, East Coast IPAs. You need to come. You, you got to come check out the West Coast IPAs. You're right. <laughs> I gotta. I gotta give it a try. Yeah, like this one. <laughs> yeah, like uh, I don't. I don't know if you heard about this one. Uh, the drinks with Johnny Filthy IPA. You might want to try that one out sometime. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I see you got a bit of a basketball hat on there. Is that is that what, it, what it, it's that's a it's play on actually, basketball? That's a play on basketball. Want, yeah, you ever see uh, Tom Segura and Burke Kreischer's podcast, Two Bears One Cave? Yeah. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. Right on. No, I I have seen and I have heard. I'm a I'm a fan of both those guys uh, as comedians and podcasters. I I got to be honest. It's not like I I listen to their podcast reg, on the regular, but I I have seen it a little bit and. I mean, they're fucking. Yeah, awesome, I got man. a little. I have a little two-year-old running around, so I don't really get. Uh, whenever I get the chance, I put it on. But she repeats everything, so if she's around. I do not put it on. That's oh, all I need. No, you just gotta <laughs> let them repeat that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so you got a two-year-old. Do you have any other kids? Nah, just just a two-year-old. Born the day the world shut down. Oh, really? So was March thirteenth, twenty twenty. Wow. That's a that's that's a crazy life she just got into right away, huh? Well, at least she'll she right? won't really remember it. So that, that's that's also no. Bad. I mean, even at this point, it's it's a big difference. But she was used to seeing people with masks on and everything, so it's just it's crazy. Yeah. I I can't believe you know we had a kid and then everything shut down. <laughs> right on, right on. I mean, yeah, it, you got. In some respect, you got uh, to spend a lot of time with your kid, though, at, at a very young age, you know, not uh, going into work, I imagine, or what do you do for a living? Yeah, I work for I work for an insurance company. I'm an estimator for them. Okay. So we actually, we I've had my paternity leave, and then we were from home, too, for a couple months. So I pretty much, the whole time my wife was home, I was home. So it worked out great, some extra time. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's always a good thing, get to... Get to see the kids raise up like that. Are you guys one and doneers? You think? Are you going to have another kid? Probably another one soon because we don't want to have too crazy of an age gap. She wants three. I want two. So I'm sure we're going to compromise and have three. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice compromise. That that that's that's a yeah. smart husband compromise right there. <laughs> but I mean, at least you get the fun of making it, right? You know, like that's always- exactly. <laughs> that's always the good part, you know, like not, not enough gets talked about the feeling of making the child. I think like that's, you know, everyone's like, Oh, it's so awesome to have a kid. And it is, it is, but you know, making it's pretty fun too, guys. Yeah, exactly. That's no, everyone leaves that part out. <laughs> so, um, you, you said, uh, you listened to that podcast, uh, uh, two bears, one cave. Um, are there any other podcasts you're listening to? Yeah. Yeah. Listen to your podcast all the time. Listen to uh, Rob Flynn's podcast, okay. Doc Coyle's podcast. Mm. Um, so just pretty much anything that's behind the scenes, whether it because Two Bears One Cave is kind of behind the scenes comedy wise, which I right. think is really cool. And then you know any anywhere that where I can hear more about musicians, the way the process works, the way everything goes is always really cool. I like keeping up on as much as I can with what's going on in music now. Oh, right on. You uh, uh, Are you a musician as well? Do you play? Oh, that's right. You're a, I'm bass, a bass player. player. Yeah, yep. Sam, our producer, said that you're a bass player. How long have you been playing, man? Since 2007, 2008. Right on, right on. What kind of bass you got? I've got a Stingray 5, um, and I've got a Jazz 5 Ultra. 
one of the newer fenders they came out with updated mm. like the profile and everything right on it's really cool you're five and, uh, then. yeah um my first band was uh in like 07 08 huge corn fans so we were right into seven strings so i had to have a five to match it <laughs> yeah you gotta have that low b on it right yeah, exactly so we we did all that and had all that fun now i do cover music and do you have a cover band that you too. play do you have a cover band you play gigs with and stuff yeah, we've been gigging here and there with COVID. It's been kind of tough. Right. Um, but we've uh, we've been gigging when we can. You know, I realized you actually make money playing cover music versus playing death metal. <laughs> Who would have thought? I mean, I think there's money in both, but <laughs> <laughs> depends on your crowd and what you're going. I mean, I mean, I've heard of some weddings having some death metal bands play. So you know, I'm sure you get paid doing that. Really. Too. I've That's heard of crazy. it. My wife wouldn't go for it, but you know. No, neither would mine. My wife just can't can't stand it. <laughs> she's she, all about country. She's all about country. Okay, and and uh, you're you're more of a hard rock and metal guy. Yeah, more rock and metal, and I've definitely learned to appreciate country through doing the cover stuff. I never realized how much country uses low B. Like, there's so many five string players in country music. Oh yeah, it's, I mean, well, they're just they're just in. In country music in general, they're just great players, right? I mean, a lot of, yeah. especially these days. Stuff in those songs. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you get a chance, just go out to Nashville, walk Broadway Street, and hop into any bar. Just any bar on Broadway Street, and you're going to see some great musicians playing some great country music. Um, at least that's been my experience. Like, they, they, they have some awesome players, like, to your point. I mean... A lot of these guys are studio cats that will go out and play on Broadway just for fun, you right. know. And like, you know how it is. If if you're a studio cat, you know how to play pretty fucking well. So yeah, exactly. And uh, so you said you were earlier on. You were doing uh, like some corn stuff, some corn covers. You uh, so you're a bit of a slapper then, yeah. Ah, uh, as much as you would need to play corn, <laughs> I, I'm 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 serviceable. I'm I'm a finger style guy, but. Okay. My, you know, I'm not Flea. I'm not uh, Les Claypool. Right. I'm, I'm all finger style, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, not 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 many are. Uh, you know, you put a you put a pretty pretty big number on those two you just named right there with uh, with Flea and Claypool, two of my two of my personal yeah. favorites as well, man. <laughs> um. So you uh, you also said you listen to podcasts. You listen to this show. Excuse me. <coughs> Hairball. <coughs> Cut that out later. Probably not. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, there's yeah. like a pound of pollen every day. I wake up anyway. What's See, that? Everyone, there's like a pound of pollen here. Whenever I walk out the door, everyone's just sick and sniffling and coughing mm. and sneezing. It's awful. Yeah, well, that's gonna happen after you know everyone's been isolating for two years. You know, it's like oh yeah, shit, exactly. germs again, huh? Right on. Let's go. <laughs> um, yeah, and having a having a nice two year old to bring it home from uh, daycare. Oh, every yeah, week is, is all do. And that's new to you now. So like we got like us, I, I have a five-year-old. So he, he, I already had him bringing home the colds, everything like that. He was in preschool. We were like, you know, you're just constantly sick when your kids are young. Like it's not the worst sicknesses or anything like that, but you always have like a cough or a runny nose in the house. Yep. Someone's, someone's got it, you know, whatever. You've, you learned to live with it for the first few years. And then there was Did he like, grow out of it at this point or? What's that? Did he grow out of it at this point, or is he still coming? Well, home no, because there, that was, yeah, no, because there was that time when he wasn't in school and right. wasn't around other kids, so that, so that kind of 
I feel like delayed a lot of that natural immune building to other, to, to the more common things, you know? Um, so now he's getting them again back in school. You know, he's been back in school for a while now, but yeah, it's starting to happen again. And, uh, you know, it's just, you roll with the punches, you know how it is. You're a parent. Yep. Uh, There's nothing, there's nothing you do to like prepare. You're not a superhero. You're not nothing. You just, this is the shit you're given and you fucking do with it what you can (laughs) each and every day. (laughs) You know, it's funny. I was talking to my to my band guys about doing this, and I was like, you know what's funny is I've been a fan of you guys since City of Evil came out, probably a little after. Um, the first album I, w- I really like went through the tour cycle of was the self-titled. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, 15-year-old me would have never thought I'd be talking to you about kids. <laughs> <laughs> me neither, man. <laughs> and I'm like, who, who, like time, times change, and you know, you think you'd be talking about partying and you know all that stuff and now you're talking about your kids <laughs> uh, yeah that's basically how, how this podcast goes is you know listening to it and stuff sometimes you know what's up everybody i am finn mckenty host of the punk rock nba podcast part of the sound talent media podcast network my podcast is all about doing what you love for a living and every week i sit down and talk to people who have done exactly that for example, musicians like Tommy from Between the Buried Me, Matt from Periphery, Lil Lotus and Shinigami, among many others, photographers, artists, designers, YouTubers like Glenn Fricker and Sarah Dietschy, and I unpack exactly how they got to where they are today with the goal of helping you do the same. So if that sounds cool, you can listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com, and I'll see you there. It depends on who we have on the show. We just let it go and... You know, you find a, uh, uh, something, a, a common ground, something to speak on. And the fact that you have a two-year-old, you got a five-year-old, it's, it's, uh, it's easy to talk on, right? And, uh, yeah, yep. just uh, having, having those fucking little kids, man, changes everything. Yeah, it really <laughs> does. You, you don't know you can love something that much. Right. You know? Yeah, that's absolutely true, man. How long have you been with your wife? Uh, we've been together 10 years. Ten we've been years. married for... Coming up on four. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. That's rad. That's rad. Um, I want to get back to the podcast, though, real quick. You said you predominantly yeah. listen to podcasts. Does that include this one, or you watch it on YouTube? I listen to you on Spotify when I'm doing chores. <laughs> Beautiful. I love that. I throw it on headphones and then, uh, you know, go and do laundry, clean the bathrooms, do all that type of fun stuff. You know, I love that you say that because that's that's predominantly when I listen to podcasts too. Throw on the headphones, either I'm out on a walk, working out, whatever it may be, doing some chores around the house. Um, that's 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 a time when I'm listening to a lot of podcasts. I'm 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 listening to some wrestling podcasts though. I'm a big professional wrestling fan, as I'm sure you know from listening to this podcast. Yep. Um, I, I never got into it. Never got into it, huh? Did you ever oh. give it a try, or did you just like yeah? I, I don't. I guess it just kind of passed me by. I don't know. I was just always super into music, and I guess that's what I always focused on. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Yeah, I mean, uh, that, that was the time for me uh, growing up being a wrestling fan, and then there was a time when I didn't watch it as much, and that was when I was really focused on music. And then you find a way to balance both of them. It's not too late for you, Robert, is what I'm saying. It's never right. too late to become a wrestling fan, especially if you're going to have young kids. Um I just took my son to his first uh, live event of uh, AEW wrestling. Man, just watching him light up made it all fucking worth it. And to know what was going on and teach him how to cheer along and 
be the best. You know, you got to you got to play the heel sometimes with your kids so that they feel like they they got one over on you when they're che- cheering for the good guys. You know, it's it's just it's just. Did, too much did he fun. hold up throughout the whole thing, or Jack? Or did he get kind of uh, antsy after oh, a while? Oh, no. he was he was riveted the whole time. I was that's that's, that's awesome. the part that I was just like, holy shit, this is awesome. So I didn't know how it was gonna be, <laughs> and he's just like standing up on the chair, cheering along the whole time. Any big move would happen, he'd look over at me, and be like, oh, did you see that? And I'm like, fuck yeah, I saw that. That was rad. that's awesome. Even though I wasn't probably watching, I said I saw it when I was really watching him. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it was it was so much fun. So just just fun things like that, uh, having kids and doing that, and obviously for me, I just love wrestling and I always have. And they're doing good stuff now. Are you into any other any other sports? What else? Uh, what else uh, tickles your fancy, as they say? I am uh, I'm a Steelers fan. Okay, okay. And, and uh, a big hockey fan. I'm a Devils fan. So I mean, playoffs never matter. Haven't mattered to me for a long time. But <laughs> actually. Kind of excited for the Rangers. I think it's kind of sacrilegious to say, but just to have someone that's, you know, in the tri-state area getting that high up is pretty damn cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand that. You know, there's been some there's been some down years for my uh, football team here. So, uh, uh, you know, as a Raiders fan, but they're, they're, they're on the up and up now, I think. So we're, we're going to be okay. And I've never... I've always loved the Steelers, by the way. I've never been an anti-Steelers. My, my father's team is the, is the Pittsburgh Steelers. My best friend, Sinister Gates, big Steelers fan. Got a lot of Steelers really? fans. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't hate on them. When it, you know, if they're playing the Raiders, obviously I'm rooting for the Raiders. Yeah, you have to. Other than that, I'm okay with the Steelers going, going on and doing some good, good shit. They, ha- they had a great run with, with Big Ben. It's going to be interesting to see if, uh, what Tomlin can do. With the team moving forward, you know, kind of I'm having sure. to rebuild it. Yeah, he never had a losing record, so uh, we'll see if that changes this year. He'll find a way. I that's, think. That's I, I think he still will. He'll find a way to not have a losing record. He's already proven yeah. that. What was it? The third string quarterback he did a couple years ago, or third or fourth? Yeah, like two or three years ago, and he still. They still. I think they ended up breaking even or close to. Yeah, they broke. They broke nuts. even that. Yeah, they broke even. It was before the extended season of last year, so they went eight yeah. and eight. And it was in the division with the Ravens, you know, not a slouch team. Of course, then, and and I think the Browns were coming up a little bit, um, and Cincinnati sucked at that time. Um, but now, yeah. I mean, it's just crazy. You see Cincinnati come back, and they're in the Super Bowl. Beat my Raiders by one touchdown, by the way. And then the refs, of course, got fired for the rest of the playoffs. I don't know how that happens, but it seems to only happen to my Raiders. But, um, yeah whatever uh you know so you got a tough division what do you what are you thinking uh for your chances uh coming up this season i'm not expecting much and i feel like that always ends up being better <laughs> um, low expectations if I, yeah if i go with low expectations anything that's slightly better is you know is nice so i'll take it absolutely so and you also said you're a hockey fan i'm I'm more of a, you know, kind of fair weather. I, I don't truly start watching hockey until the Stanley Cup playoffs really start. And uh, and before that, I'll catch a few games here and there. I'm a Kings fan. So they actually made it this year with a younger team, a couple of veterans. And they, they held their own kind of okay against Edmonton Oilers, who ended up showing that they were one of the better teams until very recently, and it left. So yeah, um, you, uh, who do you got winning it all this year? 
<sighs> it's tough. I I really think the Avalanche might do it. Mm. I'd love to see the Rangers do it, but uh, Tampa Bay just has a history too of, you know, they're very experienced at being in this situation. So yeah, I mean, you got a good point. I, it, it's really tough to say. I mean, that's the kind of the cool thing lately is everything's just been so up in the air with everything that you you kind of can't even tell. You think it's going one way, then all of a sudden you're in Game Seven. Well, that's the beauty of sports, man. That's why we that's why we watch. You know. That, that, that's that's what it's all about. So I'm excited for that. You watching any of the NBA finals? Can't get no. I can't get into basketball. You can't get into ever or yeah. No, I've seen. I've seen. I've been there in person. It just does nothing for me. <laughs> all right then, I, we'll move on. Then. <laughs> yeah, I love hockey, but I can't. I can't get into NBA at all. <laughs> mm. That's fair, man. I mean, it's it's. I mean. Everyone's got their own opinion, what they get into and stuff, and that's 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 fucking that's great, man. I'm a big Lakers fan, being in LA, so I've always grown up watching, watching the uh, watching the games. Um, maybe you could turn me on to uh, uh, some shows or movies, though. Like your kid's still young enough that they go that she probably goes to bed at a reasonable hour, and you get some time to uh, you know watch some movies or TV shows with your wife. Get caught up after. You know, pet kid probably goes to bed, what, like 6, 7 o'clock at, at night? She's been going to bed closer to 9 lately. I don't know what's going on. Oh, well, now you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, 7 was cool, 7.30 was cool, then it started going to 8, now it's like almost 9 o'clock, and she makes every excuse not to go to bed. <laughs> uh, the two, oh, it's the twos. Yeah, the terrible yeah. twos, as they say. I found the threes to be a little bit worse, and... With boys, that's, that's what I've heard. I've heard three is worse than two, which, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got a daughter too, and from my understanding, they're a little bit easier as toddlers, and then when they get to be teenagers, can be worse, and it's vice versa for the boys. Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying her uh, one that I'm enjoying her being a daddy's girl right now, mm. but uh, I know at some point that uh, switch is going to flip and she'll hate me for a little bit. So, you know, <laughs> I don't know if they ever hate you. You don't need to throw that word. Out. <laughs> Man. All right. I embarrassed. I embarrass her. How about that? <laughs> well, that's a, that, that, that's, that's every dad's duty is to embarrass. Their yeah. Children. It's my job. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can't wait to do that. Like, Oh, that's going to be so good. That's going to be so good. But back to like letting them curse and curse around. That, that's something I did with, with my son. I don't know if you want to take this advice or say, it doesn't work for me, Johnny. You fucking suck. Uh, letting him curse around you and stuff. I, my son now flips, flips me off and uh, tells me I look like shit and, uh, and uh, sings It's Your Fucking Nightmare and all the songs with all the bad words in it. <laughs> is, is he into Is he into Avenged at all? Or He's into that song he, because... Does he kind of get it yet? <laughs> No, I mean he 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 likes it when he hears it. He's he's I you know you tell him you know it's daddy and your uncles you know blah blah blah, and he's like oh that's cool, and then he wants to hear one of his songs. He wants to hear something else. So you know I don't I don't know yet. And uh, but even from a very young age, like you're saying, you I mean as, as early as Frankie was able to speak, I had him listening to Nightmare and singing along to the lyrics. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and then you just tell him. Slipknot, I I haven't figured it out why, That's but awesome. it it, used to, it would calm her down randomly. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll take it. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing right there. Out. You got a rocker right there. That's awesome. 
yeah, I, I try to play as much. She'll go, she'll go like this, just bob her head. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's what you do. That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I, had my, I had her with my bass one time. I'm glad it was a bass. She grabbed the string and pulled it. And I was like, oh, God. Yeah. Those <laughs> like, maybe are, we're not ready for that yet. Yeah, those things are <laughs> usually pretty indestructible. So you lifted them up. Yeah, yeah. Are you, uh, yeah. Uh, that brings me back to some bass questions for you. Are you, uh, uh, did you take lessons, self-taught? How how uh, what was your journey through uh, learning? I the took so, I took some lessons, and then from there, I just kind of became self-taught. I never learned to read sheet music, which I kind of wish I would have. But it's pretty much all by ear, and then just kind of working it out till it's right. <laughs> right on, man. And and are you doing any uh, 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 original music, or are you sticking to the covers these days? I am. So my band that I play with as a cover band is actually. Um, we're called. I need your opinion on this. I hey, I don't like the band name. It's we're, it's called uh, Sticker the Cooler. I need your your completely honest opinion on that as a cover band name. Sticker the Cooler. Sticker the Cooler. Sticker the Cooler. I have to say it a few times. Sorry. Um, I don't understand it. Let's put it that I, way. I I don't either. <laughs> Not that you I necessarily need a name that everyone understands, though. I mean, I've been called many things in the band name that we have, but um, and many, many times over, been asked the question of what it means. Um, sticker the cooler. It's like a because we're supposed to be like tailgate music. So okay. then I guess there's stickers on coolers. I I don't I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> sticker the cooler. Um, I mean, it's not terrible. What kind of music is the original stuff? So, so the original stuff is with that band, but with a, with a, an, like we have another singer and, uh, they're called Scarlet Carson. We actually, uh, worked together with, uh, our last single we did was with Josh Wilbur. Oh, um, he, he actually mixed it. Um, That's hilarious. Tell Josh, I said, hello. I haven't seen him in a minute. Yeah, we, we released it back in 2020. Um, it's called Further Down again. It's pretty heavy. You know, it's it's good. It's not uh, not death metal or anything, but it, it's some rocking stuff. It's it's pretty cool. We're hoping to get some more stuff out as the originals. Um, our singer lives in in uh, L.A., though, so he uh, depends on when he's available to do shows and things like that, especially with the way the pandemic was. But, right. it, you know, Original stuff is where my heart lies. Cover music's just fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you said, though, it's, it's, you know, you got a day job and stuff like that. You get to go out and do some cover band stuff. It's fun to perform a little bit. And then you're also getting a little bit of an outlet and doing the original stuff and trying that out, which is, I mean, yeah, it sounds like, you, it sounds like you're doing all the right things, man. Yeah, it's, it's fun. Um, we recently just went into using modelers only for shows, and it's it's a game changer for covers. Yeah. Um, I run a Helix now. Do you, are, are you guys still running live rigs? Like, I know you haven't toured since, like, 18, but were you still running GKs back then, or were you running modelers? Uh, well, I wasn't doing GKs anymore. The last thing I had was dark glass heads. Okay. So, I, have uh, a B7, I have the B7K, and I love it. Yeah. I, I actually, uh, you know, I love GK. I've used GK on... on predominantly on um, most of the tracks I've recorded since city of evil. Um, right. Uh, it, it, amazing. But for the live setting, what, for whatever reason we a beat uh, a dark glass and a GK that I was using. And for whatever reason, through the PAs and stuff and, and through the sound system with the sound engineer, we had dark glass wanted out. And uh, so I went with them for a while 
Uh, Gates has had a, a mixture of his Hellwind heads and a, and a modeler. Um, used the fractal before. Um, the, those are nuts. There's just there's so much to those. Yeah. Well, you need <laughs> you, you need you need, a, you need a tech. You need a tech for this. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, make sure you're subscribed and leave us a five star review. If you want to listen to this show ad free, head over to drinkswithjohnny.com and become a premium member. You'll get to enjoy unreleased clips from your favorite guests, discounts on merchandise in our shop, and access to our private Discord server where you can chat one-on-one with Johnny Christ himself. Awesome! So stay tuned, stay thirsty, and stay filthy as fuck. Yeah, my, my guitarist runs the Axe Effects 3 for everything, and I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm going to use the Helix is way more user-friendly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, that, that's what we use when we're demoing. I mean, we all have uh, 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 demo studios in our houses and stuff like that where we do a lot of writing. And for that, it's super easy. You can switch between so many different sounds and stuff. It's on such one a game track. changer. Yeah, it's, it's, and they sound great. I mean, they keep, every time they do a new update, a new update or something like that, it just seems to be getting better and better. Modelers are a game changer. I've heard from a lot of, uh, like, as to your point, we haven't been out in four years uh, a lot has changed in modelers for that. And I'm sure that's where we're going to end up heading. You know, I know, I know, uh, uh, our friends in Metallica had, uh, switched over to those a while ago. So, uh, I was shocked. I, I couldn't tell at first. You, there was a, like a lot of bands you can kind of hear it. Um, but I saw, I actually saw it was, uh, Volbeat, you guys and them at, uh, MetLife. Oh, you were at uh, that show. Right yeah, on. it was last time I saw you guys, and I saw their rig rundown, and it was Axe Effects, and I was shocked. Uh, you couldn't tell. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, that's that's the – it's, it, you know, no disrespect on the uh, on the guys who did it did it first back in the day, Line 6, but uh, it's come a long way since those Line 6s, you know what I mean? So it's like – Yeah, it's just like the spider amps and the little, <laughs> like, red bean thing. You know? it's, it's night and day. Yeah, but it, and, it uh, is awesome to have, though. And I think that's, you know, it, it, as you know, when you're on stage and stuff, you're dealing with a live amp and stuff like that. There are some things like <coughs> feedback and, and, and matters of that that a modeler really just kind of cuts out the, the BS of having to deal with that. If you could get a good yeah. enough sound that sounds natural and has those warm tones, which they're getting, they've pretty much gotten and they only keep getting better i don't even know how they keep getting better at 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 these emulations to the point where now i I don't even feel like they're emulations anymore those are just the sounds that they're making which is fucking incredible that that technology has come this far and uh yeah i think it's i think it's a no-brainer i mean especially when you for you cover bands what do you got to bring this little this little guy right here this little guy in my bass that's literally just yeah it's like the size of a pedal board and then my bass and our we have an in-ear rig which Playing without an amp blasting behind you for the first time is weird, but then you, get used to you it. know, it's 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 pretty cool. It's nice to be able to hear everything. Right, right. You know, yeah. We haven't <laughs> had we had, since we had in ears. We haven't had real speakers on stage in a very very long time. Like you know, were you I, just running like ISO cabs then for everything? ISO or, cabs, or yeah. We were, doing, we were doing ISO cabs for a long time. Bass was always in an ISO cab, and then we kind of slowly moved away from even the ISO cabs and just running it off the heads. Um, 
And uh, I mean, for a while there, I just have the the bass though, so I could feel the rumble. To your point on the on the stage, right. you know. But then you know, gotta get the subwoofers doing that too for you from the PA system. So again, it's just a lot of getting used to it and stuff like that. And but I mean, I'm I'm fucking jealous to be honest of these kids who are gonna or who are gonna start their bands and start playing shows and stuff like that, and they get to walk around like you are right now with a little fucking thing. And I had to lug in an eight by ten and a big Ampeg fucking tube head, you know. I used to lug. I lug, I had an SWR half. I have an SWR half stack that I, you know, when I need an amp. But l- lugging that around was enough <laughs> versus like an eight by ten. But have you seen the uh, Dark Glass? They have that new. It's a modeler head, so they mm. put it in a head form. It uses a phone now to go through all the different. Uh, patches and everything i i think it strictly uses dark glass like what they already have in their okay. library but they keep expanding it it's kind of supposed to be the answer their answer to the modelers oh. and you can run that as a head you can run it as a modeler itself and it's well, pretty I'm, cool i'm sure i'm going to be getting into all these things hopefully sooner than later because I, I do need a refresher course after this many years of what's out there and what 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 i can use um but I'm glad you just brought that to my attention because that's definitely something I'm going to look into. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's some really cool stuff. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, uh, I think that's it for uh, for your time. Thank you so much for uh, for listening to the show, being a fan of the band, the show, everything. Really appreciate you, man. That's why we're doing these th- these things to uh, kind of talk to some of the people who are actually a part of this community that I'm trying to build and drinks with Johnny and have been there for so long, uh, with the event sevenfold stuff. So I really appreciate you and your time, man. Thank you. I appreciate you doing this. You know, it's, uh, your podcast is great. I like that you just have real conversations with people, you know, just, I think there's a lot more to gain from that rather than just a regular interview format. I appreciate that, man. That's, that's, that's the goal. You know, I know, I've I've done a lot of interviews in my time, and they're they're not fun for me. They're not fun for the interviewer. Let's just let let's just be real and talk. You know what I mean? That's what it's exactly. all about. I, I think the like, being authentic just goes a long way. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, and then just thanks for being an awesome band. You know, since I was 15 years old, it's I, I have a stingray because uh, because of your tone on City of Evil. So <laughs> awesome, man. Well, thank you. Yeah. Well. Maybe uh, maybe a, a signature is in your future as well at some point from from Schechter. You know, it's a pretty good oh, that, base too. Yeah, I, I'd love to see. I haven't seen any uh, like demos of your base anywhere. I've oh. tried to search it on YouTube or anything, just to kind of get an idea of what it, what the sound is. Because I know you were saying it's like a cross between a Stingray and a and a Rick, which is awesome. <laughs> I just want to be able to like play one and you know see one in person well you just well you just brought me brought that to my attention there's not enough demos out there i'm gonna get a, i'm gonna talk to you guys over at Schechter. you need to make a demo video i'm not gonna do it i'm too fucking lazy for that so we got to get a demo <laughs> video together thank you for bringing up that point we'll do that and you got a guitar center or a sam ash what do you got next next to you yeah, I got I got both. They're they're usually within like ten minutes of each other around here. Yeah, and the, and and there's still no uh, Johnny Cry signature bases in there. I've not seen one. All right, they, I'm I'm getting on the phone. Mark Lacourt, Mark Lacourt, you're in fucking big time trouble, buddy. We got to get some out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Thank you very much for the time. Have a good time. Uh, good rest of your day, and we'll talk soon, man. Thanks. You too. Cheers. Bye. 
And that'll just about do it for this week's episode of Drinks with Johnny. Thanks to our fan, Robert Baird, for being on the show, my friend, and now yours. Such a good uh, conversation, man. It was a lot of fun doing these uh, episodes this week with the Golden Ticket winners. If you were one of the winners of the Golden Ticket and you have not redeemed this yet, make sure you're responding to Sam Hawkins, our producer. If you're getting an email from that guy, it's because he's trying to schedule this with you. Um, I'm, uh, I was just told yesterday by, by Sam that we have a, a couple that uh, finally responded, and uh, we're going to get those scheduled uh, here in the next couple weeks, and uh, we'll be releasing those as well at some point. Um, but there is still a fifth golden ticket out there. And uh, we have never heard back from you or anything like that. So if you're listening to this, I mean, you obviously got the ticket. You, you, you ordered the merch, so you're obviously a fan of this show. And uh, if you're listening right now, make sure that you uh, reach out to us, whether it be in, uh, at our social medias, at Drinks with Johnny, DMing us, uh, email the contacts um, at uh, thedrinkswithjohnny.com. Uh, anything you can just reach back out to us if not we're gonna have to find another golden ticket somewhere in the warehouse and send it out to one of you guys somehow and get a fifth person to make this uh to make this all fair and good but uh i guess that's it for this week stay tuned for next week as i said at the top of the show lots to come we're getting back to the regular schedule and then some with some of that bonus stuff that i already talked to you guys about at the top of the show so until next time as always cheers Hey, you. Do you have any plans this year? Ha! How's that going? Do you get 2020? Well, welcome to a brand new podcast called 2020, where myself, Benny Goodman, and my good friends, Corey Pazin and Siobhan Cronin from the band Lost Symphony, also got 2020. And since the world ended this year, we decided why not just check in with some of our friends in the music industry and see how everyone's doing. We're going to get a candid look at life on and off the stage, as well as the mindset of some of the most successful people in the entertainment industry. New episodes drop every Sunday and Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And you can listen at Tuesday. 020-D.com, SoundTalentMedia.com, or on your favorite podcast app. This is the story of Whitney Houston. This is the story of Kurt Cobain. Of George Michael, of Otis Redding, of Amy Winehouse, of Michael Hutchins, Bob Marley. This is the story of Prince. It's a new podcast series. About how they died, why they died, and while we're still talking about them so long after. It's like nothing you've ever heard before. It's storytelling. But it's more than that, because rock stars... They tell us how we feel. They change our mood. They change the clothes we wear, the people we hang out with. The way we remember things. It's them who give us those ludicrous moments, the ones where you're... Jumping around, singing your heart out, feeling understood. And it's those moments we'll help you remember the ones you're thinking about right now. That feeling. That feeling. It's coming soon from Crowd Network. Just search for Death of a Rockstar on your podcast app. And subscribe now.